Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Narcissists act as foot soldiers of darkness. This sounds like a kind of crazy title. And a lot of people might look at it and go, oh, that's a bit woo-woo. I'm not going to look at that. But I would like to discuss this element of narcissism with you guys because it's often overlooked and put in that category of not actually being fitting with the psychological and sanitized view that we have in the world of people nowadays. So let's get into it and examine it a little bit more closely before we brush it under the carpet. Because in my opinion, where narcissists are concerned, that's dangerous. So while I was doing some research for this particular podcast, I was looking up the names traditionally for thousands of years that humanity has used in various forms, in various religions for the devil. And this is what I came up with. Devil, Shatani, Diablos, Iblis, Satan, Rakshasha, Mara, Shaitan, and then the presence of jinns, which I suppose are akin to demons. It's a label or a personification of evil or bad energy. So whether you want to put it in a personal form as the devil or just the concept that there is evil in the world, just as there is good. I really think it's important not to poo-poo it as something from centuries ago. Suddenly in this century, we just haven't changed and gotten rid of the concepts of evil. So with that being said, I would like to get into how a narcissist pulls us into the darkness of our souls and how some people don't actually escape that manipulation, that overall manipulation. And again, the largest manipulation is out there in the world that really people only have psychological issues and love and understanding will cure it. Love and understanding evil does not change evil. And it is very dangerous for you to engage at that level with blindfolds on as to what is actually going on when a person is attacking you on a spiritual and psychological and emotional and sometimes physical level. So how does the narcissist essentially draw you in? Let's just say if there is a concept of evil and there is the personification of a devil, how do they do their work on earth amongst humanity? Who, who actually are the foot soldiers of the darkness or of the devil? Well, narcissists display a huge amount of sadism and pleasure at the destruction of others. And let's look at this. The narcissist usually draws people in by hoodwinking, by deception, by presenting a fake and false persona to you as they engage you. They often come in as a victim, an innocent victim, hard done by victim, lack of accountability victim. It wasn't their fault. 
or they come in with both. They can come in also as a saviour, someone that wants to help you. They come in in disguise and that's the beginning and end all of it. They come in deceiving. So you're wrong footed because this person appears to be good. So from the very start, you have the buy in of feeling safe and secure and that this person is aligned with you. And I'm not saying you or me or anyone else are saintly and don't have faults. I believe that everybody has a dark side and a light side. And it just depends on what side you buy into or want to live by. I fully believe narcissists have fully engaged the dark side. And I fully believe that other people are humans who practice compassion and empathy and try and do their best have more or less in a majority bought into the light side. So you're in a relationship with this person and they begin the manipulations. Their worldview is not a good worldview. Their worldview is, if I don't do unto them, they will do unto me. I need to get on top of that person so that I can win. Uh, that person has more than me and I resent that and I'm jealous of it. So I need to do something about that to get what that person has. The narcissist wants to take, the narcissist wants to destroy and the narcissist is not into personal growth or the growth of others unless it serves their purpose. So their motivation is from the dark side and there is very little they will stop at if they can get away with it. You'll often notice that narcissists won't actually break the law if they're going to be held accountable. If there's somebody around that's going to see them and witness it, they'll stop at traffic lights. They will do things they need to do to get by. But if that's not, if they're not going to be held accountable, a lot of the time they will go ahead and break laws. So you are taken in by the lightness that they present and oftentimes you're motivated to help that person. Now, they will take your help and they'll take the advantages of your help. So they'll take your time, they'll take your financial resources, they'll draw you into lying for them to save their ass in court or whatever, excuse the language, they'll do whatever they need to do to benefit themselves. So they will accept your help, but they will resent you for giving it because their view is they don't need it. But if you're fool enough to give it to them, then they will take it and it's their decision to take it. But you're the inferior one they're the superior one. They don't need your help. You're buying into a temptation to feel validated by helping a person who's just going to take it from you, who's not going to reciprocate your well-being, who's actually going to be destructive in the taking of it from you. Your worldview is different. Your worldview is you don't want to go out to hurt people to get your needs met. In fact, it's the opposite of that. You want to help people more than you want to help yourself, probably. However, 
because you're wrong footed in getting into the relationship with somebody you believe in and believe has the same moral compass and values as you, it takes quite a while for you to understand that they actually don't. And a lot of the time, because of the trust you've placed in this person, you will go along with them to a certain extent when they present pleasures of the ego when they tell you, you deserve this, those people don't deserve this, why don't for once in your life you just take it? They will do their very best to convince you that their way of living in the world is the correct way. They'll do their very best to down your empathy for people and make you mistrust people and go behind the scenes in your relationships and make trouble. They will make dramas and make trouble. So the message you're getting that they tell you, like, don't trust that person, they're just using you. They go behind the scenes and mess up the whole dynamic between you and that person. And that person feeds back a sense of mistrust towards you and the narcissist words come back to you and you begin to buy into the narcissist's truth. But the narcissist's truth is evil. The narcissist's truth is destructive. It's trying to destroy relationships for its own gain. It's also trying to get you to view the world from their perspective, just as you try and get to, to view the narcissist to view the world from your perspective and suggest things that you think are helpful to the narcissist, like saying, well, maybe, you know, if you just don't shout at them or something or approach them differently, or maybe they're just trying to love you, you're trying to put your perspective onto this darker force that is totally not hearing that and seeing you as a fool to be portraying this building productive, growth, cooperation, compassion and love as a way of living as a human being. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savoury tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So they slowly bring you into their world of materialism, temptation, jealousy, instigating arguments, and eventually they start to really abuse you and you realize that you're being abused. And it comes to that point where the abuse is wearing you down and is causing extreme emotions in you of unfairness, unjustness, abhorrence at what they're doing. They may injure you by cheating on you or destroying something you love, hurting your children, hurting your pets, Dreadful things that narcissists do out of their darkness, out of the darkness that's in them. 
This is a crossroads. This is one of two crossroads you will come to in relation to how you move forward. And it's confusing because they've brought you into a world where your empathy is lowered, your compassion is lowered. And to, for all intents and purposes, you've lost a sense of yourself, what's important in life, how you live your life, because it's been put down and you've for such a long time with the narcissist and you've been groomed into a different way of thinking and you've been groomed into thinking that you're not right, that your viewpoints aren't right and that you're not good enough and you're a fool. At that point, they have triggered all or any of the insecurities you may have had and we all have insecurities and narcissists are brilliant at pinpointing your fears your hopes, your dreams, your feelings of lack and your insecurities from childhood. This is when you choose how to be in the relationship, when the penny has dropped hard on your head and you realise you're being abused. A lot of people at this stage will go into reactive abuse mode reacting to the manipulations and covert abuse that the narcissist is perpetuating on them. And it's only you and the narcissist maybe that know what the dynamic of the relationship is, or maybe one or two trusted others. And that in itself is an excruciating abuse because you know what they're doing to you, but nobody else actually knows. And the narcissist is presenting as the victim of you. And it's the reverse. You're the victim of them. At this point, a lot of us will go into a certain period of reactive abuse because we're literally thrashing around to get this demon off us. To right the wrongs that have gone on in the relationship and to right the wrongs that are happening to us in this moment in time. Some of us don't. Again, this is the crossroads because the narcissist wants you to react to the abuse because you dig a deeper grave for yourself by doing this. They want you to appear like a crazy, violent person. If you can stay at this point with the Holy Spirit, if you can stay on the good, the side of good, you will save yourself from going further into the dark part of your soul. You will build on the strength of who you are by not reacting to the abuse, by getting the help and support you need, by understanding that you're with a darkness and that no amount of loving and talking and compromising with this darkness that you need to recognize for what it is, is going to make the situation better. And that's a very hard acceptance. A lot of people don't get that acceptance until they're actually discarded by a narcissist. And then they look back and then they understand what they've been through. So there are essentially two crossroads you will come to. You can save yourself, you can save your soul at this point. If you be the person you are, don't react, 
go into the good side of yourself. Don't go down to the narcissist's level. Do your best to extricate yourself in a dignified, respectful way without shouting abuse, without going against the narcissist. But live in your higher self and in your higher purpose. And this is not easy to do because I believe the narcissists have a spiritual ability to know the worst things to do to you and the worst things to say to you and to twist that particular evil with looking at you and knowing you know that this is being done to you and that you're bound in on all levels to not act or react because anything you do or say will be used against you. I hope that makes sense, guys. So basically, a lot of people will actually come in coaching and tell me that they, because they love the narcissist, they did not want to go against them or hurt them, but they did want to get out of the relationship. And they're the people that get out with the least amount of damage done. Because the narcissist has no point of recourse to come after them with evidence to show that they essentially were the perpetrator and that they were the abuser, the way they like to turn things around. And again, this deception is wholly evil because people that do get trapped in reactive abuse do get taken down, do get put in jail wrongly do get accused, do get jobs lost and damaged to their reputation, do get taken for rides financially, do get their children taken from them. If you're in this particular situation with a narcissist at the moment, call on the Holy Spirit to help guide you through this, to help you emotionally not to react to the evil that is coming at you on a daily basis to rise above it and to get you out of there. The second crossroads you will come to is in the discard. And a lot of people, unfortunately, go very deep and dark at this stage. The next video is going to be about how to fight the foot soldier of darkness at both crossroads. That's the crossroads in the relationship when you realise that you're dealing with evil and the crossroads you will come to in the discard phase when you either go over to the dark side temporarily and then escape it or where you go into the dark side and stay in the dark side or whether you go to the light. So I hope... This hasn't kind of put anybody off who's quite into psychology and the modern viewpoint of technology and not listening to any woo-hoo stuff about evil demons and devils. It is really important to understand who thine enemy is in order to protect yourself from it. You cannot love evil. You cannot love evil and make it better. It is what it is. 
The best way you can fight evil is to love yourself and to love other people that are being affected by it, but to extract yourself from it until you're able to face it with a full set of armor on. Remember, you were drawn in by this person. You need to get out of their web before you can effectively fight them back if you need to. I will see you in the next part two of this where we really get into the discussions of how to fight the darkness at both crossroads that you may find yourself in, both in the relationship and after it. Godspeed, everyone, and see you again shortly. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.